Yumadaf Ayan Bay's last line of Ayan Aleph on the base, Me'il Shnei Masa Minalan. We had a Bryce yesterday that taught us that when the Torah says the Lushin Sheish, which means linen, it also teaches us that each thread of each type of material that is used in that Beged is made by taking six strands of thread and twisting them together to make a thread. And when the Torah says Masa, by the Remainim or the pomegranates that were hanging on the edge of the Me'il, which was the robe of the Kain Gadol, it requires that each thread should be made from eight strands of thread that are twisted together. So the Remaini Hamil, which were made out of a trailer's agam and Talashani, had a total of three types of material times eight strands of twisted thread, which equals 24 strands. And we learned this then from the Abne. And based on these recitals, the Bryce continued and stated that the robe, the Me'il of the Kain Gadol, was made from threads which were each spun from 12 strands, and the Parechus was from 24, and the Chayshin Efer what from 28. So Agamara begins, Me'il Shnei Masa, we said in the Brysa that the robe of the Kain Gadol was made out of threads, which was spun from 12 strands of thread. Minolan, how do you know it? The Chesivit says in the Pasuk, Vasisis you should make them ill for the Ephod. And we turn to Ayin Bey's Amin Aleph, Kilil Techelis, and it should be completely a blue wool. Now, the word Kilil, Zuck Rashi, also means Gidil. It means it was braided. And therefore, a braid has to be using two pieces of thread. Like Rashi says, Ve'en Gidil, Pachas Mishnayim, Ve'yalot Techelis, Techelis, Mishnayim. And we also learn the word Techelis that it says, Benigedim Il, from the Techelis that it says, Benigedim Prechas, based on and we learn Malalan Shisha, just like Benigate Prechus, we know that Tchelis was made out of six threads. Afkan Shisha, here also the Tchelis was made out of six threads, and since there were two pieces of Tchelis, therefore there was a total of 12 threads. But the Gemara asks, who said that you should say that it has six? But Vinayl of Mishlov let's learn from the pomegranates that we had before, which were at the hem of the robe, and we know over there that Tchelis was actually eight strands that went together to form one thread. Malalan Shmaina, just like over there was eight Afkan Shmaina. So we should say here also, it should be eight. Eight strands that go into the thread of the trellis, and therefore it should come out that there's a total of 16. The Gemara answers, Don and Kli Mikliva ain't none of Kli Mitachshikli. We learn one Kli from another Kli, which means that we'd rather learn the Me'il from the Parechas, which are both cloth that go for a Kli. However, we don't want to learn the Kli from the Remainim, which is only an ornament of a Kli. The Gemara says, Adrabal Chai Pumfakat, Don and Gufai Megufai. Let's learn the Me'il from its ornament, which means that we know that pomegranates were an ornament and was a Tachshik for the Kli of the mill. So let's learn that just like the Tachshit of mill needs to have eight strands, here also when the gate of mill itself, we should also require that it has eight strands. But aimed on a goof alma, but don't learn the mill from the Parechas, which is a separate Kli. The Gemara answers, As we saw yesterday, there were five times that the Torah tells us the word Sheish or the word Bad. And therefore, based on that, we had different Limudim. And one Limudim is that there will be a time where, for example, by the case of the mill that we just had, that we're not going to know how many strands you need in that thread, and it's going to teach us that you need six. So, for example, over here, where it says trellis, but again, ill, we're going to need six strands for each piece of trellis, and since it says color, which means that was braided, therefore you need two pieces of trellis, and therefore you need two pieces of trellis times six strands, which equals 12 strands, in order to make them ill. And the Gemara continues, the Parechus, which was the curtain between the Kaidish and Kaidish Kedashim, were made from threads that were spun from 24 strands, and the Gemara explains because Dal Vishisa Shisa, you had four different types of material, and each material's thread were made out of six different strands because it says over there Sheish. And the four materials were Trelis Agama, Telashani, which were all wool, and Sheish and linen. And the Gemara says, like Rashi says, ain't suffer for over here, there's nothing to talk about. It's Pashit that the Gemara is correct that it was 24. The Gemara continues, that the Chesh and the Ephah were made out of 28 strands. How do you know that? It says in the Pashit, 
mishpat meisah chayshim can meisah ifet hasenu and it says zav you made it have gold chelus v'agomim v'telashani v'sheish marsa so abod the shishat sisha esmaba the meisah says the lashon over here of sheish and therefore since the chelus v'agomim v'telashani and sheish it says the lashon sheish so therefore we know those four materials were made out of six strands each which therefore equals twenty four zav however the gold was abod was only four strands of gold and therefore you have twenty eight total strands but the gemara is lemaisa since the pasuk says sheish lechayir it should mean that all the materials were made out of six strands so the zav also should be made out of six strands the gemara says ve'em zav nami shisha amr of achav yakov amr kara pasuk says v'kitzit psilum in response he says that the pasuk actually says in order to make the gold they would cut it up into strands and therefore we learn out since it says psilum and didn't say psil so therefore psil psilum by the fact that it said in lashon rabim harei kandalit it must be there were two pieces of gold that they cut each piece of gold into half and therefore now you had four strands of gold they put together with the threads so the fees said the end result is they had chelos agamotilashani and sheish you had 24 total strands and then of zav you had four strands and therefore you had a total of 28 that the way you actually took the gold is you placed it and you inserted it within the chelos and within the agamot within the tilashani and within the sheish. So Ravashi says, at this point we know that you had to take strands of gold and insert it within each of these pieces of wool and within the linen. So Zok Ravashi, Hechi Nabed, what should you do? Nabed Abba, should you take all four of these different types of materials? As we said before, you have the Tchelis Agama, Telash Shani, and the Sheish, and you put in the tray tray, and you put in two strands of gold into each one, Havlu Tamin, and then you have a total of eight. And if you want to tell me, I'll give you a way to get six, because never tray, take two of these different types of materials, the tray tray, and split the gold into two strands each and therefore you have four in these two materials betray the chad chad and in two materials just put one strand of gold in each but the Gemara says that can't be because you won't have an even amount in each of the different materials and v'asisiksiv the Pasuk says the word v'asisa and as we learned yesterday shiyu that all of the different materials have to have an exact amount and therefore the only way to get an exact amount is by placing only one strand into each of the different materials and therefore you only have four strands of gold and not six and not eight now Taisus is eight should also work because you can have an even number by placing two strands of gold in each of the four different materials. But Taisus says, of course, to faster ruba like to faster. And the Gemara continues with another din, but the big dekuna. Amr chaver Amr Buda. How the big dekuna? Like if someone goes and rips the big dekuna, they're going to get malchushinema. As the pasuk says, loy kare, you shouldn't rip it. So mask of lorab achbayakiv. The question is that this pasuk is talking about making a hem for the actual meil. Maybe the Torah just meant to say as follows: Never lay suffer, make fit a hem or edge, in order that it shouldn't rip. The Gemara answers: It doesn't say in order that it doesn't rip. It says and therefore we learn out that you're not allowed to rip it. says: If the chayshim moves from on top of the or if you remove the bottom of the urn, which were the poles that went into the urn in order to carry it, you'll get malkashinema. It says both the chayshim moving from the ephod, it says it should not move, and it also says v'loyasuri should not move the body aron, and therefore we see there's an isidiraisa to actually go and move it, and if you will move it, then you'll get malchus. So Maskar Rabbi Yaakov, a similar question: Vidilma, who said there's an isidiraisa to move the chayshim from the ephod or to remove the body aron from the aron? But l'chayim maybe kikam rechmana. What the Torah meant to say is chatkinu v'avdinu shapir kedeshu loyizak v'loyasuru. The Torah is just telling you to make sure that the chayshim is attached to the ephod very well, and the bottom of the aron are placed into the rings very tightly. And the Gemara once again gives a similar tariff. 
Yisur. The Tarsus doesn't tell us, do this in order to make sure it doesn't move or that you shouldn't be able to remove the bottom. What it says is that you should not remove it and you should not remove the bottom of the iron. And therefore we see that it's, it's a device and you will get malchus. Rabbi Yisur, Rabbi Chalina, Rabbi Yisur, Rabbi Chalina, it's the following steric civet, says in the Passover, Tabaisa, Arn Yu, Abadim, Layasur, Meadow, the poles should be placed into the Tabaisa of the iron and they should not be removed and smashed, but they can't be removed. Because it also says in the Passover, and we're going to continue with the gears of the Bach, which is definitely Rashi's gears as well, as it says, You should bring the bottom and place them in the tabais, which is a possible binagay of the Aaron, and it's mashable from there that they're designed in a way that they can be put in and also be removed. So the Gemara answers, How is this possible? The poles of the Aaron were made in a way that they were thicker at each of its ends, and then the middle was thinner, and therefore, while they were already in the tapas, it was actually able to be moved from side to side. However, in order to actually pull it out, you actually have to pull a bedaychik, and that's why it's considered like it's inside and it's not going to be removable. However, it is possible to be removed, and there is an Issa Deraisa to remove it as well. And the Gemara continues, Tanya we have a Maybe it won't be able to be removed from this place. Maybe you can remove it and put it back in. As we just explained, they were loose, but they did not come out mamish by themselves. In order to remove them, you had to force them out. What's pshat in the pasuk? Ben Egeda Krushim that says Atzei Shitim Oimnen that they were cedar wood that was standing up. Shaimdim Derechidlos and the pshat is that they were standing in the same way that they grew. So therefore, the top of the tree would be towards the top, towards the sky, and the bottom of the tree was towards the ground. The pshat in Oimnen Shaminim says Supriyan. It means that not that they were standing, but they were supporting their plating, which means that there was a plating of gold on every one of the Krushim, and the way it was made according to the first pshat of Rashi is that they took small pieces of plating and then they knocked it in with some sort of pegs. Lashon Acher Rashi says that worms never ate the crush them and they never ratted and therefore their plating never fell off them. Another pshat, what does it mean by saying you may think that once the Mishkan was hit away maybe it actually disintegrated the Pasuk teaches us that they're standing that they're going to be standing forever. Now this Pasuk, the Pasha Taitz in the Pasuk is it's referring to the coverings that they used to cover the Klishars when they were traveling. However, Agamar is actually going to use it to teach us Dinim, Benigei, the Big Dekuna. And we turn to the Ayin Beis and Beis. And the Gemara explains that the term Srod, Benigei, Big Srod, is referring to Sarid, something that's a remnant and left over. And the Gemara says, Umali Big Dekuna, without for the fact that you have the Big Dekuna, as Rashi says, because of the Big Dekuna, they would go and now be able to be macro carbonus, which would be Mechapan and Klayisol, and referring to Klayisol as Seneim Shalisol in Lashon Sagi, no, because we don't want to say that they would be destroyed. But if not for the fact that we had the big Nikuna, then Klayisol would be destroyed, and there would be no remnants and no survivors of Klayisol. Rav Shmuel ben Achmeni Amar, the Bei Reish Shimon Tana that we learned in Yeshiva of Shimon, begadim shegadim Reish Kabriyasa Meklayan umisadim and klum that this is referring to the garments and the begadim that were cut from their actual looms and they were made in the exact shape they were made. So, for example, if they need to make a hat, it came out exactly like a hat and they didn't afterwards have to go and thread it and that was done in a very special way but there was some part of the actual clothing that they still had to actually sew up afterwards and part of the big dekuna was not completely woven on the loom itself but they were sewn afterwards. So the Gemara says, Mai, what are we referring to? This is referring to parts of the beged that was done by sewing with a thread. So the Gemara says, We know that 
there's a price that says that bigger kuna should not be made by threading it and doing it by sewing it, but it should be made by weaving it and placing it on a loom. Shinamaz it says in the Pasuk, my soerg. The entire and all parts of the big kuna were made by putting it onto a loom and by weaving it. But once you had the sleeves of the big kuna, they would take the sleeves and then they would attach it to the rest of the beged by sewing it together. Because the Tanya has we have a brisa based yachal big kuna, the sleeves of the big kuna nevegas between aspen they were woven by themselves. But then the bekes in my beged umagas out piece of yard. But then they were attached to the actual beged and the sleeves of the begonim were not short sleeves but they were long sleeves. Then they reached to the palm of the koyin's hand and the way that they were attached to the regular beged was that they were sewn on by using thread and not by weaving them. Amr Rechav Ram Rabbiuda Rechav says the name Rabbiuda Shosh Arenis Asa Betzal there were three boxes that were made and formed the actual orin that made by Betzal and Soishal Eitz Tisha the middle one was made of eights or made of regular wood and that was nine Tvachim high as the Pesach says I'm a Saim V'chetzi Arkali so if you measure from the outside of the box you will get nine Tvachim and let's try to visualize that on the outside of the box the actual wall from the bottom of the box to the top was nine tfachim. But if you looked inside the box, you'd only see eight tfachim of the wall because the bottom of the box itself, which is the platform of the box and the bottom level and the base of this box was made out of a plank of wood which had a thickness of a tefach. And therefore, the Gemara says, if you took another box which was made out of gold, as the Pasuk says, and the Torah teaches us that the box of the eights had to actually be covered completely by gold. And therefore, if you take a box of gold and you place it on the inside of the box of eights, the height of the outer wall of this box would have to be eight fachim high. And Rabbi Yudah continues and says, Chitzin Shazov, the outer box, was also of gold, Asaru Mashu, and that was ten and Mashu, and Rashi explained, because the outer box, the actual bottom level, was actually only a Mashu, was not a tefach thick. And in reality, if the outer box of gold would only have a measurement of nine and a Mashu, Lechayu would be able to cover the outer wall of the middle box of wood. However, because we know that there was a Kaparis that covered the entire urn, and therefore it had to fit inside, you had to go on the outer wall, up another tefach, and that would be the area where the kaparis, which was the covering on the on the urn, would actually sit, which was also a tefach thick, and that would cover the side edges. And the Gemara now is, for Tanya, we have a bride that says, Achel Asu Mashu, that the outer box of gold would have to be a leaven and a mashu, on that the Gemara says, The one is man that says that the bottom of this box would actually be a thickness of a tefach, and therefore you need a leaven and a mashu, because you'd have the tefach of the bottom of the box, you have nine for the side walls that would cover the middle box of wood, and then you would have another tefach that would cover the kaparis. And hakamanda ame aim bavim tefach. But Rabbi Yehuda holds that the thickness of the bottom of the outer box of gold was only a mashu, and therefore you only needed to make the height of the outer box ten tefachim and a mashu nine to cover the outer wall of the middle wood box. Plus, you needed one more tefach to cover the edges of the kaparich, which was a tefach high, and then you needed an extra mashu for the base of the gold box. Now, Lachera, as we just explained, we understand why the fear of beauty, you needed a mashu, because that had to take care of the actual base of the gold box. However, according to the Bryson that said you had a levit and a mashu, we understand why you had a levin, but why do you need the extra mashu? On that, the Gemara says, my mashu, zir, you needed that for the crown that was on the aron. Our Rabbechon says, they were actually three different crowns. 
crowns. Shal mizbeach v'shal aron v'shal shulchan. On the mizbeach apnimi, on the aron as well as on the shulchan. And of course, these crowns symbolize kasakuna, kasamalucha, and kasatayra. So the Gemara says that shal mizbeach zoch aron v'natlay. The ones of the mizbeach which symbolizes kasakuna, that aron and his family they took shal shulchan. The ones which was kasamalucha zoch adavin alay. Davin was zaycha and he took it. Shal aron which is kasatayra adayim menucha. It's all standing and waiting. And anyone in Klai that wants to come and take it, they could take it. Maybe you'd say it's the smallest of the bunch. That through the Torah, that's what makes Malachim. They see that if you, the Torah, could make other Malachim, therefore someone that accepts on himself the Kesat Torah, he's even greater than a Malach. It says it with Zion Reish, which sounds like a Zar, the Karina Zer, and we actually read it with a Yud as Zer, which means a crown. As Rashi says, then it'll become to you as a crown. If you're not Zaycha, then it'll become foreign to you and you'll forget your Tyre. If it says, that you should make for yourself an urn, it says, that they made an urn out of Asi Shitim. Even though Moshe Rabbeinu really had the Tzivoy, however, you see from here that if a Tamachachim has to go and do something, then the people of the city should take care and make sure they do it from him. For him, we buy some chutz tzapenot. Says you should cover the urn from inside and outside with gold. I'm rather called tamachachim. She etoich gabari. Any tamachachim. We see from here, any tamachachim that his inside and his outside is not the same, then he's not considered tamachachim. Abayevi tam rabbi ula nikrinisav. Not only is he considered someone that's not tamachachim, but he's also considered disgusting. Shenema afkinisav benelach ishaisa kemayim avla. That we're referring to someone that is drinking mayim. Mayim is tayra, and at the same time that he's learning tayra, he's also avla. Then the pasuk says that he's considered nisav. What value is to a person who's a fool who has money and wants to be and he really can't actually attain it? So we learn out of here that woe is it to the haters of Talmud Chum, really referring to Talmud Chum themselves, that they're but they don't have Yerushmaim, and therefore they're trying to learn and they're trying to get tired. They won't actually attain that at any point, just like a fool who even spends as much money as he wants, as much time to try to make money, he still won't make money. Rabbiana called out, that Chaval, woe is it to someone that doesn't even own a courtyard, doesn't have a chatzah, and he still makes a gate for his courtyard. And that's the same thing as a person that's learning Torah and he doesn't have your Shemayim. It's like making a gate, but you don't have the actual fence around it. Make sure to don't go and be Yerush Gehenim twice, because if a person goes and learns Torah in this world and he doesn't have Yerushmaim, so Rashi explains you're going to get Tati Gehenim. First of all, he is you're you be a Geya and you'll be Omer Batari in this world. And you won't keep it. You're going to get Gehenim when you die. When you're living, you actually won't have enough while you're living either, and therefore you're actually living two Gehenims. So Amr Rabbi Yeshua Malevi, what does it mean when the Pasuk says, This is the Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu placed in front of Bnei Yisrael. And we learn it not from the Lashon of Sam, but from Lashon of Sam, from Lashon of either medicine or poison. Zoch if you zoich, nasloi sam chayim. It'll become a medicine for you of life. Loi zoch if you not zoich, nasloi sam misa. It'll become a poison of death. If you go and you work on it and toil it, then it'll be a sam chayim. But the loi if you don't actually learn it properly, then sam and misa, then it's like a drug that will cause death. Amr Rabbi Shmuel ben Achmeni, Rabbi Yenis Rabbi Yenis is the following 
Chalev, that the Pekudim, the actual commandments of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, will cause you to become happy. And then it says, Uksiv, Imrus Hashem Tzrufa. Now, Lashem Tzrufa is like smelting something in a hot furnace. So therefore, Zacha, if you Zacha, Misam Chasai, then it'll make you happy. Lai Zacha, Vinat Zacha, so far it'll be like you have pain of having the fire on you, and it will cause you terrible Yisurim. Yishlakish Tavar, Yishlakish says, Mugufa de Kronafka, from the same Pasuk, you can learn the same thing. Zacha, if you Zacha, so far it'll Chaim. Then it causes him to smelt him for life, which means it will purify him. However, if you're not Zeicha, then it will cause him to be smelting Lemisa, which means they will have these terrible pains and terrible Yusurim. Yerush Hashem Tariyah Medislav, the Pesach says, the fear Hashem is Tariyah, and it's Medislav will stand for Abraham. It's talking about someone that learns Tariyah while he's pure. Mai, what's he referring to? To someone that marries a wife, and then he learns Tariyah, and of course, because of that, he'll get rid of the Yitzhah, as Rashi says, he won't have Hashem Namana. The actual Edith Vakaj Baruchu is something which is Neman, is trustworthy. That the Torah will come back and he's so trustworthy, they'll come and say Edith for the person that learnt it, and it will come to say Edith in the Bezin Shemailah, like Rashi says, who actually kept the Torah and who didn't keep the Torah. And we continue to Gemara, and Gemara's be talking about the different Pereiches in the Beis Amigdash and in the Mishkan. It says, Maisarekim, that the way they made the Pereiches was with the work of someone who was embroiderer. And Maisa Cheshav, it also says that it made it with the work of someone who designs. So my blessed says, that they would actually go and make embroidery in a place that they market. And therefore, they would actually go and make a picture on the outside, drawing on it. And then in those spaces, they would embroider on those spaces. The Lush of Reikim means that you used a needle and you actually went and sewed it. And therefore, the way it was made, it only had one face on the front and the back, the same face. However, the idea of Cheshav is someone that's a weaver, and the therefore, when they made the actual faces on the front and the back, it actually had a picture of an eagle, for example, on one side, and a lion on the other side, and that was because it was done in a special way, which was called Ariga, which was made by a weaver, and we will stop over here.